Welcome to Western Kabuki. My name is Wack Nicholson. As always, I am joined by uh, the two most beautiful podcasters in the game. Number one, we've got Caleb at Bird Respector. How are we doing, Caleb? Doing great. Wonderful. Juniper, how are you? I'm pretty good. I just wanted to say that that last, like, minute conversation about sports was just like an alien conversation <laughs> to me. I know nothing about sports. My... my yeah whole family is but that is just like i was just zoning out sorry i um <laughs> i know that like very few people like on my at least my internet life or whatever enjoy football um ed and i are in the same fantasy football league and oh, we damn. talk about it there but where we generally keep it pretty quiet because you know sports ball and all that who's uh, winning we, yeah that <laughs> is in the you're if i recall you are fighting for first right I am actually, I am in the finals. Also, hi, I'm Ed Zitron. I... Yeah, and by Ed, we mean Ed Ed Zitron. You've, you've read him in the pages of The Atlantic and The Insider, as well as his Substack. Thank you so much for joining us, Ed. My Thank pleasure. You. you may also know him as The Smiling Man. I am The Smiling Man. <laughs> he was actually taking a Raiders game. Oh, that was. That was what happened was I was extremely stoned at the game and we were getting just creamed by the Kansas City Chiefs. And within my demented little mind, I think my friend had had to leave probably because they'd sat next to me for a few hours and they were like, I, I can't. can't do but <laughs> they, um, I was just there on my own. I thought, I'm going to do a weird smile and send it to at <laughs> Raiders. And I did it. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to look exactly like this. And I did. And I've really never been able to recreate that face. <laughs> and actually, that game featured a moment that I wanted to tweet about. But I realized if I did this, it sounds like a Marine Todd thing. There are a bunch of guys doing the tomahawk chop. I just started rinsing. I'm like, you dumb fuck piece of shit racist and fucking idiot. <laughs> screaming at them. And then they stopped doing it. And the moment they stop, I go, you fucking cowards. You don't believe in anything. <laughs> just so but I could never tweet that because it sounds exactly like a thing a guy would just make up. Like, yeah, I was. I stopped racism at the Raiders. Everybody clap. So that's really yeah, funny. Cool. I just went to your, your profile on Twitter and I've seen that picture because you have it in your header. The smiling yes, man. The smiling, and smiling I, man. I've seen that around before, like in replies, and I never knew the source of that. I didn't know that was you. That's really funny. Everybody knows the smiling man, but they don't know the smiling yeah. man. We're here today to shed light. Yeah, the story like... behind the smiling man. But what's great about it is like I have a decent following now, and I just fucking subject them to this crap. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, you go look at this. It's wonderful. <laughs> this is what you don't know how that you are um, able to have professional decorum on Twitter of all places while posting the smiling man pictures and Joker memes, and you've well, still people, managed to grow your following. People hire me for stuff. It's <laughs> proof that intelligence does not actually matter at all. Well, that's kind of the theme of your Substack that we're going to talk about today. Is that oh, intelligence goodness. really is? Um, Look at this motherfucker with the segues. Uh, yes, Beautiful. being dumb as shit does not stop you from being successful, um, no. <laughs> as is evidenced um, by by Ed, uh, 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 by uh, Elon's broken ass Twitter that we were discussing a moment ago, and also uh, the hilarious ongoing saga that is Sam ba Sam Bakeman fried and. Uh, yeah the rolling collapse of FTX. Um, so the first thing I, I, all I have, Ed, because I don't know anything about um, tech or tech journalism. I find them all to be uh, repugnant clods for the most part. Um, okay. So I am not the journalists, but the technological people no, themselves. I, I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> and 
Um, for me, all I have is comparisons. Uh, so with Sam Bankman Fried, it rings a lot like uh, we work and, and that fucking freak as well, where he seems to be in a lot of trouble, but also living his life like a regular guy. Well, he was. <laughs> so he, he is, but he isn't, because this guy's regular life was like mine at 16. Yeah. Guys just okay. fucking sitting there online all day being like, all right, I'm going to pass that, right? I'm going to run. Beep, beep. He's like the fucking rope runner. But he's, the difference between him and Adam Newman, the WeWork guy, is WeWork sold a product that existed. It was right. always a bad product, to be clear. Right. There was no way to do it profitably. They're having to just strip away everything. They just gave free beer and all this other crap. And Newman got rewarded. But he, he has a new company that appears to just be some sort of House rental thing? I don't fucking know. I've Wait, tried he's, to. He's like, we work but for house. Not like a yeah, lot of like money from Andreessen Horowitz for his new thing. Anyhow, yeah. I thought he was so in jail. Newman, okay. Newman is a no. He, no, he got like a billion dollars to leave Seriously? WeWork. He was fine. I thought. I, I guess. I hope, I hope he burns in hell when he <laughs> passes. I hope hell is real just for Adam Newman. I feel that. Yeah. I feel Anyways, that. Yeah. <laughs> but Sam Bankman Freed was always kind of a scam artist like if you look back and i miss this too everyone missed this because i don't think anyone which is kind of funny i don't think anyone was like well what if he's just lying really <laughs> just what if he's just completely fabricating um, this what why if don't we just take it back a little bit ed and okay, yeah, for, i'm sorry no no you're fine i just think that um, maybe explain who he is uh, to somebody who knows maybe the general idea of what crypto is maybe doesn't know him or even like what an exchange is give a little background on that and so yeah, how he got money i'll be honest okay. i didn't know about um sam bankman fried until like all of this shit started going down like a month ago so i'm like still very very new to this guy okay. and his saga myself so cryptocurrency familiar with that yeah Cryptocurrency exchange Absolutely. is a place you buy cryptocurrency. FTX and its subsidiary FTX US, which was meant to be the American and thus wholly divorced part of FTX. Those were his companies along with a, another company called Alameda Research, which was a hedge fund. <laughs> it was a money laundering. Uh, it was straight up a Ponzi scheme. Like, if you guys didn't know this, he was like... Um, hiring people to essentially go into Japanese banks and do wire transfers from Japan to the United States in exchange for, uh, was, was it for FTC at that point or was it for oh another? God, I, don't, I don't even know. I've, I've kind of feel numb to the story at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is prior to this, this is Alameda research. They literally hired people to essentially commit um, wire fraud for him. And because, because Caleb called it uh, money laundering and Ed called it a Ponzi scheme, please understand it is both. Legends. not yeah. either or. <laughs> I choose. <laughs> so Bankman Freed is this little goblin man man who was running this and he came from originally he i still think this is completely fucking made up too he claims that the way he made money initially with alameda was buying bitcoin from like fucking coinbase which is another exchange and selling it to japanese exchanges where there was like a 40 percent premium it just sounds wholly made up but yeah. he claims and there are multiple articles which say this is how he made his money he then took that money and he said, well, there's a market opportunity for an exchange to exist that's actually good. And you know what? Maybe he was right in the sense that most cryptocurrency exchanges look and are terrible to use. But 
he very clearly created FTX as a way of just getting a bunch of money to, uh, from people. Just like he created the exchange you wanted to use to commit crimes. Allegedly. Yes, he just wanted yeah. a place for everyone to put their money. And sure, mate, you're going to get some cryptocurrency out of it if you just, as long as you don't all withdraw it at once. We should be good. Now, <laughs> this sadly eventually happened, and I'm going to give as simple an explanation as I can. One of the ways that Sam Bankman-Fried raised money was something called FTT, which was a kind of token, an ERC-20 token. So just like Ethereum, but a token run on that blockchain. So, created- so I think I might be wrong about this, but a lot of like the exchanges have their own token that they kind of like internally use. Is they that do. kind of what that is, yeah. like FTT? Correct. And they, that's that's and what they gathered from your They tether piece. the value of the token to the value of their company. So if the token's right. doing well, then the company's doing well. That's kind of what I understand those to be. And kind of every exchange generally has those, yeah? Yes. With okay. the specific thing with FTT, though, was, and this is, I'm going to really crush this down because it's so fucking stupid, but... Every one of these exchange, for the most part, has a native token. Binance has BNB. Coinbase does not because like, it's very clearly an unregistered security. FTT was created by Sam Bankman-Fried for Sam Bankman-Fried, but also you could buy it, and then that could be used to like, pay for transaction fees. What he also did was he created a bunch of FTT that he never released into the market, more than actually existed in the market, and then got loans against that FTT balance. So basically, he got he got the titty bucks from idiocracy and he took out loans, <laughs> real money from that. So he kind of like overinflated his own value artificially. He very much did that. That's exactly yeah. what he did. He then did it again <laughs> with a token called Serum. He kind of did it with Solana, but Solana's a longer story. But then the balance sheet came out for Alameda that showed this was the case. And then Binance said, well, we're going to sell our FTT because we don't trust you. And then and Sam Bankman-Fried said, can we just buy this off you so that you don't break our money laundering thing? And CZ of Binance, largest crypto exchange, said, fuck off. No, we're going to sell it in the open market. And then everything <laughs> He did that out of a, basically a grudge. He hated him. Yes, but the funny is. thing is, is that this is probably going to kill Binance eventually because CZ <laughs> just wanted to piss off. It's yeah. honestly classic posters mentality. Ruin your life to settle an insular <laughs> grudge that will lose you money yeah. for no good reason. And Just, make exa- yeah. makes sense exactly to only you. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot explain it, and you're constantly having to post to explain it. He said he, and there was a weird thing where Bankman Freed was going to do a $250,000 Tether transaction. Tether is a whole other thing. I don't want to talk about it. It makes, <laughs> makes me mad and upset. But there was just, there's so much weird stuff going on because, yeah, probably all of cryptocurrency is completely inflated and manipulated by shadowy parties. We won't know. One of the largest holders of Bitcoin is the FBI. It's mm. really good. And at some point, I assume the FBI is going to start selling their Bitcoin, which will also crash. Well, crypto. how else were they supposed to buy all their child porn if not with Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> well, That's I a, personally a don't know how allegedly. one buys child porn, but... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. But but yeah, uh, FBI is also <laughs> yeah in the, um, uh, in the cuffs. This was all a way to get me into jail. But yeah, FBI. The FBI is the largest holder of child pornography in the world. What? What? That is true. Yeah. Yeah. That is, yeah, it is true. true. <laughs> yeah. That is true. 
Okay, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm, I we'll, we'll to get to that maybe in another episode. I don't think we can do crypto and child porn, but I don't think you can do one without the other. Maybe. I guess only I guess only the FBI knows. Yeah, the certainly. FBI created an internal the FBI, for the FBI volunteered the information that we have more child porn than anyone else. Yeah, great. I think um, something to note about <laughs> Stan Bankman Freed is um, he kind of like made his money partially by making his personal brand as like the trustworthy elder statesman of mm-hmm. crypto that was like his whole thing well there's a lot of rug pulls there's a lot of scans but i'm the guy who is going to be the face of this thing he was in super bowl commercials he's on billboards he's on magazine and he's covers. like 27 right like he's claiming At this time he's, he's 30 now so this started probably okay. <laughs> about five years ago he's but he's again okay. the elder statesman of this he um, also was the first who did the thing where an, an emerging industry goes before Congress and says, we need this industry regulated to look like the good guy in order to be mm-hmm. able to write the regulation rules himself. Um, I see. We also agree. He also was a rare guy who would come to America. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> serious. CZ yeah. and Binance does not come anywhere near this country. Where is he Weird. from? He is I from Canada originally. Oh, okay. I thought he was an American. No, he's I've seen him with like. No, but he also doesn't. He also like, doesn't go to Canada. He was hopping from like the Bahamas to Jamaica. Yeah, to Binance is like, incorporated in Malta. Okay, which, which personally is where I go for all my trustworthy and legal activities. <laughs> yeah, all those islands where I need, where a, I need crimes usually take place, like financial crimes. Yeah, yeah like I need a, a a bank that uh, doesn't have an accounting department and all its business is done in the Bahamas. Please, I need That's a bank need. that operates primarily on winking. <laughs> let's go to the island where the, like we everyone stores all their all their money all their illegal money that's well, where we're just, gonna have our bank very funny because sam bankman freed openly admitted that he named his first company alameda research because the names of other companies were like scaring banks and investors off because they sounded too scummy that's that's <laughs> not stupid that's probably one of the few smart things he did yeah that's true would you rather Bank. Well, I mean, he didn't even fucking. He didn't even have a bank account for FTX for three years. <laughs> FTX was the bank account. No, but yeah. Alameda was the bank account. But the money didn't even like go anywhere near FTX. It just went to Alameda, and they were like, "Ah, just fucking write a post-it note." Uh, shit. What can Fuck you? Um, <laughs> I can't remember her name. Um, his girlfriend. Yeah, Caroline is who's now cooperating with the feds. What can you tell us about her? Oh, God, Except for the fact is... that everyone was very mean when her picture was started going around on Twitter the other day. Yeah, she yeah, is, unnecessarily yeah, mean. mean she's a strong. What she looks like she's a strong seven. I don't think people should have been listen. So if you don't know who we're talking about, there. she's kind of the um, kind of a little bit mousy looking girl with glasses. Well, I think all women are beautiful, but <laughs> <laughs> frankly, I think she's a girl boss for everything she's done so far. I think she's slaying. Yeah, she's slaying right now, especially yeah. Yeah, working with the feds, but, I mean, peak, peak right there. Cooperating with federal law enforcement, nothing is more girl boss than that. Pretty that sure is that's straight up Khaleesi shit. Is that Praxis? Fuck. <laughs> Somehow. I mean, it's, it's I really no. SM, maybe. Praxis, Praxis would be a good, like, crypto company name. But, it oh, is fuck. It is Praxis, but I'm sorry to say it's also ableist. So you have to <laughs> <make> it. <laughs> that's the team, folks. <laughs> Okay, what well, can you tell us about her? Because didn't um, and just, you you may or may not know about this, but her um, Tumblr was uncovered recently. Yeah, what a surprise! Oh, a, a little internet rap person who did fraud was also a huge fucking eugenicist and 
racist. Damn. Yeah, I'm sure okay, so you did Oh, some. I did not. I did not see this. Oh yeah, no, eugenics, that. like just straight up Nazi shit. It, at it first, was remarkable. Oh at first, God. I thought these people were going to be like funny, and there was going to be a polycule thing. They're all sucking fucking. But right. ends up being like just they're dull internet racists mm-hmm. and dipshits who are spending money in a deeply boring. An exhausting fashion. Sam Bankman Fried is the most interesting of them, which is not yeah. a compliment. <laughs> These are all people who sleep with their eyes open and their bodies don't produce cum. They like, all bitch around with Miami. I am completely dry. Yeah. It's just so dull. And she's just like, hey, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the rat captain. Like, who gives a shit? I'm just so tired about all the sizzle. Because I, that night, there was a big, there was the night where all of this had kind of come out and then there was a big hack and there was two hackers. There was a white hat hacker who apparently might've worked for the Bahamas. Isn't really obvious. And people were jumping into an Elon Musk chat where Elon just went, oh, yes, I think the uh, <laughs> Sam Bagman Fried is, he is a chuggy. And everyone's like, yes, sir. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say also, Ed, just as a non sequitur to this, your um, Groim's tweets are, <laughs> everybody do yourself like a favor, that. look at Ed's profile, search um, Ed Zitrin from Ed Zitrin Groim's. And just <laughs> G-R-O-I-M-E-S. Yes. <laughs> I wish uh, he sounded like that. I really do. <laughs> Well, he does to me. I think I think it's interesting because I actually only really originally found out about this because Elon would not shut up about this whole ordeal with with yeah. Sam. Like he posted so much about it when it first happened. So that was like, because what is going on? He did that because he thought he could. He thought he could trick the 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 House uh, Finance Committee into not paying attention to Twitter. Anymore. Yeah, terrible to him. It's like when one guy on Twitter immediately takes his knife out when another guy on Twitter gets outed as a sex pest. Like he was just like, nope, fuck this guy. But um, really, I think what it was is is Elon's going through his like Renaissance era of being like a right wing dickhead, and Sam Bankman-Fried had donated quite a bit of money to Democratic politicians and and republican yeah. ones as well yeah as well yeah, for yeah. sure but that's a detail that you don't need to know if you pay wait you're saying that elon musk made a bad faith argument <laughs> sir <laughs> <laughs> i won't i won't tolerate this <laughs> i'm gonna go uh, and post about it so with that so with that bit of background info i i'm going to pull a couple quotes from your Substack articles yeah. here uh, uh ed and ask you about them so uh, the first one I have here is, uh, what happens with Binance is anyone's guess. They are yeah. likely some form of insolvent, though it's not obvious if that means that we have equivalent of assets or we do not have enough of anything. Uh, but it's not great when you have to pause withdrawals of a major stable coin because people have been trying to pull billions of dollars at once. Something that would not be an issue if you say had those billions of dollars in your exchange. So that's kind of at the heart of what Sam Bankman Fried has done is that he pretended whatever money you deposited into FTX was money you had when in fact he was immediately taking that and putting it into Alameda Research, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what Binance is doing. I think Binance is running the same issue that I think most exchanges are, which is they have enough to deal with enough withdrawals. But if you push them, they start faltering. The thing that I was saying there was in the event that I don't know if Binance has nothing, like I think it ended up with Bankman Freed being like he had like a tenth of what he needed or something ridiculous. I think Binance has way more money, but their auditor 
quit. They literally quit. They accounting they, firm, right? They just they, quit. They not only they just deleted the Binance audit, which they then reminded everyone was not an audit at all. They then stopped serving crypto clients entirely. Yeah. This is a little <laughs> suspicious. <Jesus Christ. laughs> uh, I remember when that happened, Ed. You like quote tweeted. You're like. Uh, this is good, right? Yes. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> a sign of a healthy uh, industry. What? But it's with Binance is so hard to pierce the veil of because they are based in Malta. You don't even know who the board is. You don't even know anyone other than CZ. They're in, completely shrouded in secrecy, and they are just you don't know if they're insolvent or not. And the only way you're going to find out is if. If you they, can't withdraw your money. <laughs> well, if they just never open withdrawals back up. Yeah. So is there a, is there a, not speaking as a sort of, uh, you know, good card-carrying communist, leftist, praxisist, <clears throat> as I'm sure you are, Ed. Of course. Uh, but speaking more practically about, like, what can be done going forward, like, with Binance specifically, because obviously FDX is in for its long, slow, agonizing death. But Binance and and CZ and some other sort of apparently more legitimate uh, dealers in this sector, like what is the future of crypto as dubious as it might seem at this point? So the Department of Justice right now, everyone's measuring the penises against each other and seeing who gets to to choose to go first but they are trying to dis they're discussing they've got a four-year-long case i think it's four years starting in 2018 i believe where they've been looking into binance for criminal charges specifically okay. i believe anti-money laundering so the most likely thing is that binance full stop gets banned in america i oh, think yeah. it, i think that absolutely happens if they if they do criminal charges especially for aml stuff they're done so but and there's some they're one of they, the bigger ones too, right? They like, are the largest. Yeah, I was going to say that's one I've heard of for like half a decade now. Like Binance has been around for a long time. But also there is another problem, which is Binance US, which is meant to legally not touch the money of Binance.com, which is the Malta-based one, has absolutely, there's a guy called Mike Bergersberg who does, he runs Dirty Bubble Media, did a big thing about how they commingle these funds, which at this point makes Binance US fairly illegal. Now, that will just, the DOJ, when they eventually get off their asses, will just, I believe, ban them. I don't think it's possible to ban crypto, but what I see the future being is some sort of law that says, if you want to run an exchange in America, full stop, you have to have a banking charter, which will effectively crush every exchange. Coinbase might weather the storm, but Coinbase also their balance sheets very strange, very strange indeed. So you think so? To you, Coin, Coinbase is the most legit, not open. It is the most legit, which is proportional. It of course is proportional, but it's also but, like OpenSea is huge. I mean, especially for NFTs and everything. Well, OpenSea open yeah, is ahead. very different because oh, OpenSea is isn't an exchange. It is a place you can buy objects of zero value now i realize that's similar <laughs> to coinbase but it's specifically <laughs> NFTs. yeah now OpenSea just got hammered by i believe the sdmy was it the sec i, I can't oh, remember okay. what's that uh for district of new york oh, okay. there is one guy at the sdmy who just keeps doing press conferences after OpenSea <laughs> and coinbase both had them inside a trading case it's just every press conference he does is basically him saying 
I've come for these fuckers. I'm the first one to do it, and I'm coming for you next bit. He's just so <laughs> he's so surly. I love him. But he's cutting like the rock Chinese sea. rock promos on these guys. So OpenSea's <laughs> big difference, I believe, is that you are buying peer-to-peer and you're only buying NFTs. With Coinbase, yeah. an exchange is a place that you buy crypto from. So they hold the crypto and you buy it from them. Oh, okay. Now, I realize that all of this sounds very stupid, and that's true. <laughs> this is all, crypto is stupid. all inherently very stupid. The fact it that this really is. Like, <laughs> I will say between Bird, Juniper, and I, we each have a level of knowledge with a certain level of blind spots around crypto and NFTs and all this stuff. And so uh, we've basically brought you on here to be the mortar to our bricks and, and fill okay. in the cracks that we might Absolutely. have missed. Um, so with that being said, I want to read your next pull quote because I think this shit is fire. Uh, and this is a uh, I, it's from the middle of a sentence. I think our listeners are smart enough to know that if I start a sentence with that's because uh, that is because there's more information that you can find on Ed Substack. Hmm. So with that being said, the quote is that's because none of these crypto quote unquote geniuses ever plan for the most obvious thing of all, their own stupidity. Shang Peng Zhao, a.k.a. CZ, the CEO of Binance, could have likely made billions of dollars in a relatively under-the-radar way. But he chose to delight in media attention, assuming that, just like Mark Anderson, they would always have his back. He assumed that nobody would look behind the curtain or that anybody behind the curtain would dare break his confidence either because he had intimidated or enriched them sufficiently enough now the question i want to ask about this quote from your article is is that the whole tech industry because it feels like every time we get this new shining star of the tech industry if it's mark zuckerberg or elizabeth holmes or sam bakeman freed eventually we find out that they are an utter fucking fraud who is lying and what exists (laughs) is not at all what they have described so my retort to that is not always you've got people like patrick collison who of stripe pretty seems like a pretty decent guy pretty intelligent one of the few companies to do layoffs in a classy way i'd say mm-hmm. i will say it's quite rare there's quite a few of them are full of shit there's guy there's this guy from this company called bolt who just went insane on twitter and then just quit and was like <laughs> okay well the company sucks and then you found out the company had like one thousand dollars in revenue I need to check this. I'm typing. I'm going to find out, but I'm actually, I'm actually pretty serious. I trust you. No, okay. Well, yeah, I, no, I, I don't you. remember you don't, the you guy's name, but the Oculus guy who quit Meta recently was. But even one. then, Palmer oh, yeah. Lucky, he's yes. a politically, mentally pitch, uh, postulant person, I think is the word yeah. I was going for there. My brain's barely working. He still at least created Oculus, which is a yes. thing that did a thing. He sucks and he sold way too early. I have one of the the Meta headsets that essentially was an Oculus headset that they just rebranded. Yeah, because um, it wasn't the like LinkedIn Meta headset, and it's like okay, it's a, it's a perfectly reasonable, decently fun little piece of equipment or whatever. It's a thing. It's not going to change the world, but the guy created something. He got to get yeah. that. 
And I think it was kind of the the first kind of VR, like mainstream VR, yes. like technology too at the time, like how, however long ago that was, like seven or eight years ago. That was like, I mean, at the time it sounded revolutionary. I mean, yeah. I don't really think VR is kind of where we thought it would be at this point still. And I don't know if it it's ever got... will be, but it... that still was kind of like the first step. Yeah. It was Oculus. That was at least something. You're right. We'll get to Elon too, because you talked about him, but I think that might be a good way to segue into the next person that you spoke about in your Substack, which was Mark Zuckerberg, is another one of these guys. Ah. The through line being, oh, I, oh, you best believe I pulled some quotes about about Zuck in my good. in my little well, doc. The, the through line that I think that you have is that all these guys, um, essentially. Oh, sorry, what was that, Ed? Did well, you want to say something about that first? Well, we didn't really wrap back round to the the point there. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Which yeah. was. These people are often quite intelligent. I even think Elon Musk is a smart guy. But they are never as smart as they think they are. Elon is clearly good enough at something to make something happen. He's just mm-hmm. like a contracts guy. He's an operator. He knows the people to call. He knows the way to talk to them to get them to send money. And he has found a way to balloon a personal brand into a, an insane fortune that should be taken from him and given to pretty much anyone else, it would be better. (laughs) But he is so clearly lacking in emotional intelligence or just like basic awareness because he spent at least 10 years surrounded by people who only say, what, four words, yes, sir, very, and good. (laughs) But no one is saying to it because I'm serious. I have at least six people who, if I started saying or doing some of the insane dog shit, this guy, they would come to my house and try and like restrain me somehow. I they have would be uh... texting me. I get brother check-ins within ten minutes, <laughs> being like, hey, "Are you on? Are you on poppers? Like, what the fuck is with it? I've never done anything worse than weed." And I, and they would just be like, "Oh, you tried something." Yeah, <laughs> I have uh, heard this idea floated from a few different corners. Uh, mm-hmm. Robert Evans, the uh, podcaster and journalist, you know, I've heard I've heard a few people say, "Oh my fucking god!" Speaking of Robert Evans, literally, this just happened. Did you guys know Ted Kaczynski died? Yeah, no, I didn't. Oh, that's been going four chance since yesterday. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking brutal. Wow, yeah. Red, I had no idea he was one. still alive. Oh, oh, yeah, he's been yeah. in, he's been in Florence Supermax. He's been in ADX Supermax for like twenty five. They should have put him in Sam Bankman Freed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sam would have or, or or Ted would have beat him to death with his fists. <laughs> I'm not saying that's what I want to happen, but the universe is a crazy place. Anyway, this is an idea. Yeah. This is an idea, and this is one I've held dear that that Robert Evans I've heard talk about that. If you are that rich and you're going to do stuff that's stupid, just hire a guy. Yeah. And just be yeah. like, today I'm going to be very drunk. You're the phone <laughs> guy. I'll tell you what to tweet. You only tweet the stuff that sounds normal. That's your job. <laughs> Goddamn restraint. <laughs> you have any idea how many tweets I want to make or can't make? <laughs> well, yeah, the- I'm gonna I'm gonna say some wacky shit. You tweet whatever sounds like me and don't make me look. You have bad. friends that's you hand them off to. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. And that's been and, kind and of the... if you are Elon Musk or somebody without any friends, you pay a guy to be that person <laughs> for you. Yeah. This guy has probably like millions of dollars just sitting doing nothing. You could go and right. do anything. You could hire corn to fight Slipknot, and they would fucking <laughs> yeah. do it. <laughs> well, like Sam Bankman Freed, even with Alameda Research, before before he even got into the stuff that he's in trouble for now, 
Alameda Research, he was making like $10 million a day just on the, you know, sketchy transfers from yen to USD for months. Right. Mm. It's just the reason that they do these things is because nothing is ever enough because they're megalomaniacal freaks. That's because they don't enjoy anything either. They have no <laughs> That's choice. The thing. <laughs> they <laughs> got you, nothing. Man. None of these guys enjoy anything. Elon doesn't enjoy a single goddamn thing <laughs> other than people saying, sir, very good, sir. That's why he uses that emoji. At, at midnight on Christmas, he tweeted a picture of Batman alone on a church. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But that's, that's kind okay. of been the, that's the honestly thing. top 10 best tweets of all time. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. Might have been the funniest thing he's ever posted, I'll be honest. That, that was you know funny. that guy hasn't seen his kids in weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that time he posted the picture of what what is he called? X. That was the last time he saw any of his kids. Yeah. That was well, the last time. And that was a photo someone else took. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just kind of like awkwardly standing there yeah uh, i am your father uh, uh, uh. <laughs> but that's kind of been the stunning thing about like elon in particular I, I feel like he's been the best case study for this where um like you kind of see a lot of these tech people build their entire fortune off of their brand and their personality and just how it's the hype economy and, yeah exactly the hype economy and and just how quickly that falls apart when they just get addicted to posting and and you know it controversial or whatever they you know what that that like that legitimately makes me think of, and we were planning on doing a video episode, but but the technology did not agree with us. But I have right behind me a poster of a Public Enemies concert from Bernie Sanders' campaign. I literally that have that above my monitor right now too. Yeah. <laughs> so that's very I cool. Have one of those <laughs> so I will say about I will say about Public Enemy. I saw Public Enemy at a music festival in Delaware in 2015, 14, something like that. At uh, this was before um, Chuck D had kicked out Flavor Flav, and I was there, um, and it was on one of the smaller stages at this uh, music festival in Delaware again. Um, and they do "Fight the Power" first, <laughs> the first song they do, cool. and then, and then, uh, Flavor Flav grabs the mic. And then what does Chuck D and the rest of Public Enemy do? They leave the stage. <laughs> <laughs> because That's incredible. Damn. Because wow. Flava Flape is about to just be a hype man for about half an hour. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, boy, and we got these motherfuckers on the drums. They're not on the drums right now. Let's give it up for these motherfuckers. He like, can't breathe. He's on so many drugs. And everybody in the band is like, we cannot do this. And so when Flava Flave left, they're like, oh, Flava Flave isn't real, isn't a real socialist. He's a he's an enemy of the people. I was like, no, he's a fucking idiot. And Chuck D found a reason. He has to absolutely no idea what's going on. He doesn't know he's at a concert. <laughs> and it would yeah, be really brother... funny to hire him, Flavor Flav, to be like your hype man while you're redoing a DOS Capital or something like that. <laughs> I know, I know. My um, when I was uh, when I was a kid, here's a peek into my father's parenting style. But when I was in high school, my brother got into a lot of trouble, and my dad blamed the rap music, and. Uh, he had like Biggie albums and like Tupac albums and shit. And my dad bought him like Public Enemy and Common and like more conscious rappers. And <laughs> what? Excuse me. More conscious rappers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Public Enemy talking about Fight the Power and stuff. Okay. And so my, 
So my dad, so my dad got him Fear of the Black Planet, and my brother okay. was like obs- uh, obsessed with that record. And my dad got him the autobiography of Malcolm X. And so my brother is like reading this stuff about the power of blackness or whatever. So imagine my poor brother who's younger than me in 2014 watching this public enemy concert. <laughs> watching his post get killed in front of him. I know, yeah. Post flavor <laughs> of love, flavor flav. Just being like and give it up to the sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Who just his hype cannot be contained. That's like all these guys though. They're all flavor flav at the Firefly Music Festival in 2014. <laughs> Oh my god, so, yeah. I I must I must push back on one thing. Please. It's so much funnier that they're not completely stupid. It's so okay. much funnier that Elon is clearly smart enough to know otherwise, but too emotionally stupid to stop being upset. It's yeah. the IQ. It's the <laughs> IQ versus the EQ. Absolutely. Thing. Well, if he just Mr. McGoo's so way money. into this much money, it wouldn't be nearly as funny. It's the he hubris could lose that a makes it dollars funny, and right? be fine. I mean, he, he loses billion? a billion dollars every yeah, day. He loves losing a billion dollars. He very recently has lost a billion dollars, and he seems fine. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm getting at. It's he should be able to respond to most challenges in life with, I can probably give you $50 million. Right. I, I can have that in your account in like a day. Don't worry. Do you want it? Whatever the problem is, fifty million dollars would probably deal with it. But I'm just, and he could just do that. He can crack that off like you might crack off twenty bucks. And he right. chooses instead to be just constantly upset. I mean, he, I don't <laughs> even think he's a right wing guy because I don't think he believes in anything. I he's think a nihilist, he believes for sure. in. Yeah, I think he's only eighty-eight. Oh no, he's he's the kind of right wing guy who's just a grievance machine. He yeah. Right. Okay, he, that's it's fair, not yeah. like he's sitting there reading Mein Kampf and all no, no, and no, 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 and think and intentionally being like I'm going to put 88 in the thing. Uh, uh. No, he's just a. Fu- of course they <laughs> love that. Or if he did intentionally do the 88 thing, it's because someone was like, "Hey, this means Hitler." That'll upset. It's going to trigger. Libs. It's going to trigger the libs. Is what it'll do. And it's it's going to make yeah, your enemies it, cry. It's just, you know what's What's yeah. really crazy to me is that when the House GOP uh, Twitter account tweeted uh, Elon Kanye Trump, uh, <laughs> Kanye <laughs> is the most ideological coherent person out of those three. Yeah. Kanye is a real ass Nazi, and these yeah, other I mean, two are just pretenders. <laughs> he might be, yeah, he might be a black Nazi, but he's still a Nazi. Like, yeah, no, he's a Nazi. I mean, there's no like he really Lots like of- if you were like if you were like. <laughs> Uh, this is going to trigger the libs. Kanye would be like, "That's not enough. It has to hurt." Yeah, the I Jews. need to trigger society. Like, <laughs> if you're like Kanye, this will also hurt the Jews. He's like, "Good, let's get these camps built. We need Auschwitz <laughs> in Arkansas. Let's get let's it get done. a Bob Evans franchise. Burn it down. <laughs> let's, let's kill someone of every race. Like just like some just insane shit. To be clear, this is not my beliefs. This is the theoretical thing of Kanye West. Right. So I'm listening. so glad. I'm so glad that you revealed yourself to be a vicious anti-Semite because yeah. we're gonna we're gonna I am pivot. Jewish into- man, yeah, Ed's <laughs> Jewish man. How do you think he got his blue check? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Bird is Jewish as well. He can say it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read your next poll quote because I do okay. want to talk about this, especially in light of the whole Oculus thing. I think that the switch the, the well. I'm again. I'm not a journalist, uh, but I I do have a little bit of 
inside information because a, a kid I went to first grade with that I'm friends with on Facebook uh, was hired by Oculus to, to design the original headset before they got bought by Facebook. Nice. Um, and he has tweeted a bunch or uh, posted on Facebook a bunch about it. And it's very funny to have watched his sort of uh, ongoing Facebook output being from a guy who is like a professional LARPer and a guy who sells like armor on Etsy into a guy who is like, <laughs> I disavow Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah. It's a very funny was, thing to say. So yeah. it's, I'm going to fucking. Hmm. Hmm? I don't, I don't, I don't want to like dox myself as knowing this person. He has a very, very, very famous last name that if I said the last name, you would be like, oh, is he related to? And so, <laughs> let's say it's, let's say it's Orwell. Let's say that it is, or it's not Orwell, but let's say that it is. So my boy, George Orwell, the fourth, um, <laughs> He uh, like tweeted, he posted on Facebook and he was like, hey, I just got hired at this company. They're doing some really excited stuff. And then like two weeks later, he was like, I cannot talk about what I'm doing at all. And then like two months later, he's like, I've gotten into collecting small cars. Here's my MG. Here's my Mini Cooper. And he has like 40 cars now. And they're all very small. Okay. He's entertained except for instead of like Ferraris, he's getting MGs. That's so funny. <laughs> but now he is not, like not Ferraris. give me some idea now of this he, guy's proportions he a big yeah. fella small fella <laughs> a big guy in an mg one. is a hilarious five, yes. i would say no i would say he's five nine 190 he's not big no, he's that's not how i one. that's exactly my like height and weight <laughs> that's Shit. Like average, i am not this like guy average. okay <laughs> no there's he's not his theme song doesn't include a tuba that's disappointing no, 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 no. he's a regular sized guy <laughs> and uh yeah uh, please, I'm gonna tell you guys because we're on the call and use the flow. But please beep it or something. His last name yeah, is. I'll beep it. How about the ballroom? It doesn't ring a bell to me. Is that supposed to ring a bell? So he went from like I'm working on this secret project to now he has quit and I think he is selling armor again and he's also like a millionaire. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's, that's I would have dream. LARP. LARP Literally, my is, dream uh, is to be a millionaire who just sells armor on Etsy. I will yeah. have to learn how to make it. But, but I was yeah. like, so I like I said, I was in I was in first grade with him. I went to uh, so I had a really tough time in my kindergarten. And my my teacher was like really shitty and stuff. So my mom pulled me out of that school and put me into a magnet school. And this kid was one of the people in, in there. So if you're not American or don't know what a magnet school is, it's basically the first is the 1.0 version of charter schools, except for you have to which is also in, not a thing outside of America. Right, sure. Oh, so I guess that doesn't quite help, does it? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's it's a school that gets public funding, but is it runs itself privately. And ah. also, for a magnet school, you have to be tested into them. But I was five, so the test was pretty easy. And um, was it like yeah, what I, are these colors? What are these shapes? Basically, yeah. Basically. <laughs> I left the next year. I was like, this school sucks and these kids are nerds. <laughs> you, ent you entered the transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So, yeah, so I go to this kid's house when I'm like six years old. And um, it's like gigantic. But also, uh, Caleb, you'll like this. Uh, they had like six cockatoos. They had oh, like... Hell yeah. 
<laughs> an inordinate number of tropical birds in in southern Connecticut that they were uh, at the kindergarten. <laughs> no, 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 in their home. Like he invited. I mean, these, this oh, is this goes oh. to show you that this is a forward-thinking school because after climate change takes hold, the cockatoos will love that environment. Yeah, I am yes. so lost. <laughs> <laughs> He's the bird respecter. He's got a picture of cockatoos. He knows sure, all about. But like. Where's Elon Musk? Look, I can't explain this kid's parrots. What do you want me to say? He had parrots and cockatoos for days. Sure. I get to his house. It's a giant house that is ill-maintained. It Perfect. is like uh, 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 like eight bedrooms, and it's gigantic, cool. but uh-huh. like there's cracks in the plaster. Like Their guest house is unsafe to enter. Hey, hold and, up. Let's um, hold up for a second. Ed, what was your question? <laughs> what was your question before? I am so fucking lost with relate. I thought we were talking about Mark Zuckerberg. Now we are talking about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yeah, I had to give to... my, I had to give my, uh, I had to give my anti-Semitism buffer before I quote this. <laughs> uh, so allow me to quote this in honor oh, of okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still believe Mark Zuckerberg will kill his company because he is an unchecked, unrestrained tech titan that thinks he's the smartest person ever born. And now, the few remaining great minds are leaving his broken utopia, with gaming legend and former CTO of Oculus, John Carmack, leaving the company and saying that Meta was constantly self-sabotaging and squandering effort. If Zuckerberg was capable of evaluating reality and seeing his own faults, he would have fallen over himself to both cater to retain Carmack but didn't because oh cater to oh sorry i I misread it no disrespect to ed zitron here fine uh he would have fallen over himself to both cater to and retain carmack but he didn't because he doesn't think he's wrong so i am kind of very curious about the ongoing sort of slow end of not just fdx not just Sam Bankman-Fried, not just Elon Musk, not just Mark Zuckerberg, but Silicon Valley as an entity, as this sort of thing where these guys made money off of confidence and have since found that their only product they're selling is confidence in themselves. I think the Facebook meta, Rate My News, whatever it's called now, is (laughs) an interesting case because I truly think that CEO should have like a tenure. Yes. Because, for CEOs. because for real, Zuckerberg had things worked out until about 2014, 2013. That's when yeah. he got desperate and did Prism. If you remember Prism, Prism. remind us on Prism, dude. which was the Wait. huge leaking thing, which somehow Wait. was not a bigger yeah. deal than it was. Wait, so what is this? I'm sorry. I actually don't know about this at all. Can you explain oh. this? Oh, God. I'm very stupid. Sorry. I'm. If not, I can look this up afterwards. Oh, no, I'm like trying to access broken memories. Prism was like a government program, I believe, under the Obama administration where multiple companies, including Facebook, Google, Verizon, were sharing at least metadata. So where people were, what they were doing and so on. Like things were not exact locations, but the ephemera around them with the government, with the NSA specifically to track. Prism... Prism was basically meant to be a, 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 kind of what we're saying we need, this infrastructure around the operation of tech companies. But it was co- also giving it directly to the NSA. Yes. Yeah, so it was a cooperation from tech companies into the um, 
into the NSA, but also sort of government agencies in general. It was so it was a public private pro- uh, public private partnership that was meant to assuage the privacy and money laundering fears of the general public. It Which is it probably worth mentioning that at the time, Larry Page and Mark Zuckerberg, and I can't remember the, the Verizon CEO, because it, it all started because, if I remember correctly, uh, there was some sort of FOIA request from Verizon that, or from the government that they were taking this from Verizon. And basically all the tech companies denied that they knew that this was going on. It was like the Dragnet NSA stuff. Um, mm. But, you know, they were 100% giving a very bare minimum metadata on where you were what you were but doing at all times. To the once government. that happened, that was when Mark, I genuinely think he saw that and went, you know, that could be super fucking profitable. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. I think he's just greedy. He's a greedy piece of shit. And he was like, I'm going to do this. And in the process, Facebook, I do not believe Facebook has an unlimited market share. I do not think right. that I think he may have realized like 10 years ago, that Facebook could not keep making money the way it was. So he decided to do something that genuinely twisted the minds of everyone over 65. And that was when he started getting hungry and crazy and just started doing shit. And I think he realized, I think he genuinely may have thought, oh shit, I'm not smart enough. I'm not a smart enough guy. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna, like, was I wrong the whole time? And the answer isn't, that he was wrong. He was right when he was right, and then time happened. But mm-hmm. his reaction to that wasn't, I own an island in Hawaii. I have more money than anyone could ever hope to spend, and I've tried. I'm going to go and sit with... I'm going to go and learn MMA and cook shit barbecue all day. Like what? A, he, which he, <laughs> he still does. The sweet then, baby Ray era of Mark Zuckerberg was incredible. My God, what a video. But, a non-sequitur here, but do you guys remember... <laughs> <laughs> when Mark Zuckerberg was like doing the kind of exploratory campaign to see if he was going to run for office. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I remember it. I visited the homes of normal shit. Americans to study them. It was like the most off putting, like everybody wanted yeah. to kick the shit out of him in America. For a I day. cannot believe I forgot about that. That was insane. I am putting what you <laughs> may call was with the a chicken thigh yeah. into my barbecue. Mm-hmm. I have <laughs> got a piece of the chicken organ and I will cook it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the same energy as Hillary Clinton carrying hot sauce in her purse in that interview the Breakfast Club was like Mark Zuckerberg like yeah. I love sweet baby Ray like, I was thinking so this is, was thinking more like Elizabeth Warren drinking the beer with her husband <laughs> oh, on yeah. that you know, that was the like worst beer known to humankind yeah yeah <laughs> it's 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 all like it's glass onion shit I mean like well it's glass onion because. He had a fundamental product he created, and he stole it from the identical River Twins, the Winklevi, who are just fine. They're billionaires now, very unjust, very tall, scary men. But he took this, and he created something genuine, like, or created's the wrong word, stole, and then modified a website for people to talk on. And it did whatever, like, it was. it has done something good. Kind of like Twitter, it's like, is this good or bad? I still don't know. But he... Wanted more money, he got the money, then he realized, oh, I don't enjoy anything. And I truly believe that's why he did the Sweet Baby Race, why he's on his, got his weird yoked up ass cheeks out when he's doing his, <laughs> he's doing his surfing. I genuinely think Mark Zuckerberg is trying to find, find something, but he's like 15, tw- 20 years too late. Mm-hmm. Plus, so he just he, has that like anti charisma. Like, you, there's no way that anyone's yeah, yeah, going to like him. But what I'm saying is, 
he's just very, very sad. All of these guys are because maybe the only way to become a billionaire is to just enjoy nothing. But with at least Mark Zuckerberg, and I think he's a loathsome creep and bad for society, and he's done a lot of all things, but he's at least done something. I believe that Mark Zuckerberg is smart, but he's not smart enough, as I said in the thing, to know he's stupid. No, we're not. We are like 25 years from the metaverse, he promised. He's full of shit and he knows it, but and he I has really complete control. How can you describe the metaverse as, as Mark Zuckerberg wants it to be? Well, he wants he wants it to be like Ready Player One. And mm-hmm. I believe he specifically I don't know if you've read or watched Ready Player One, both movie <laughs> I've and book read and watched, yes. I know about it. Truly I know awful. about it. Yeah. They are, I know enough I about it. Even, it's bad. Do not hate watch them. They're truly <laughs> fucking bad. But he wants this. And I like people are gonna say, Oh, he wants the dystopian part. No, he just wants a world that he controls. He wants to be Percival. He thinks he is Percival, that he is going to be able to ring in this new era with his normal guy energy because he was raised with millionaire parents in Western Massachusetts or something. And it's, and it's just like, he is very different from Elon Musk because he's actually, he or in on some level created something and it was useful. Elon Musk is absolutely a glass onion because he didn't invent Tesla. He didn't invent anything. He invented the Boring Company, company best known for digging tunnels and then leaving and like digging like the flamethrower and making flamethrowers and making flamethrowers. But that's the thing. He is the most. You can just see from him doing stuff like shitty whiskey glasses and tequila. He's yeah. just sad. He's a sad At his heart. He- Elon Musk he, wants to be an e-commerce guy so he's bad. Deeply, so I got no, it. I actually disagree. I think he's just very fucking dull. He doesn't have culture. He doesn't enjoy <laughs> anything. This man is if you have billions of dollars, you could he could for example take a billion dollars, give it to Supergiant Games, have a Hades game every year. Boom, immediately <laughs> done better for the world than he's ever going to fucking do with Tesla. Genuinely, that would be a so much I, contribution. I have a concert I, I have for the, his friends. And he I'm sorry, guys. That. I have to. I have to pivot to this next story because it's the it's the shit that really eats at me, and it's it's the shit that's really stuck in my craw that I need to ask about. Mm-hmm. And it is specifically about one man who has not come up yet. Okay. Uh, and this is a pull quote from your article. He, in terms of, in reference to uh, Sam Bankman Fried, he thought he was Steve Jobs. He was really Gil Emilio. And if you don't know who Gil Emilio is, he was briefly the CEO of Apple Computers before he resigned in disgrace in order for Steve Jobs to take over again. So this is the fucking shit that really grabs at me when I think about Silicon Valley, uh, both as a uh, current conception as well as the television show Silicon Valley. I think about this a lot. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, and I've written it down as such, uh, what do you think about the legacy of Steve Jobs uh, that he has left behind? And how do you think that legacy might have developed if he was still alive? So quick minor correction. I was referring to Mark Zuckerberg when I said I Zuckerberg, think okay. Steve okay, Jobs, okay. not Sam Bankman-Fried. Just, okay. just a, because there is a reason behind that, which is Mark Zuckerberg... Okay, desperately wanted to be Steve Jobs because Steve Jobs is probably one of the only successful ideas guys. Like Steve Jobs didn't build shit, but he would just sit there and go, how about this? And he'd be right. He was also a fucking monster and a deadbeat dad, a miserable (laughs) shithead who was poisonous to be around, horrible to everyone. 
He was apparently just a fucking noxious creep. He, mm-hmm. he was a media manipulator, very good at what he did, very charming, and also a scumbag. I think Steve Jobs would have gone quiet. I think he would have realized because really? he, when he started to die, he had a house, I think, in every state. Maybe this is an urban legend, so that he was on every donor registry. Because ironically, Steve Jobs died through exactly the same reason that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg and Sam Bankman freed. He thought he was fucking smart enough to outrun cancer. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, if I drink fucking sweet green juice or whatever he just drank juice and was like wait this doesn't cure pancreatic cancer at all he could have bought a hospital and lived in it he basically did at the end but instead he turned into christian bale from the machinist and by the time he actually did anything it was so so late and that's because he was like no i'll I'll use my brain to get out of this but so let's say so let's say that that Steve Jobs had had a less aggressive form of cancer or right. that his juicing cleanse had worked. Let's say Steve Jobs is alive right now. You really think he would just disappear? That he would yes. Just... Really? Steve Jobs was in, under Apple, and this is a public relations thing, under Apple, Steve Jobs ran one of the tightest PR operations, abu- deeply abusive. People yes. getting fired for leaking tiny things. It's eased under Tim Cook. Jobs ran a very intentional everything was intentional with him he was a manipulative cruel man but it worked and it sucks it really is one of the one of the like weirdest dichotomies of just like incredible success based on just abuse pure abuse and he got results which sucks because every time you look at an iphone that's part of the way it got there Hmm. i believe that jobs would have probably made a snarky comment or two about elon musk But Elon Musk would have been desperate for Steve Jobs' attention because you look at Facebook, you look at Tesla, you look at even Google, look at Apple and you're like, shit, I'm using a Mac now. Are you, I have an Apple watch. I have an iPhone. Like I think Apple watch was still around, but nevertheless, Jobs brought in the iPad. He brought in iTunes. He brought in all of these things. He will be heralded, heralded as truly an innovator, even though the people who actually made them will never get credit and all that. He brought the people together. Had he lived, he would have probably stayed very quiet. If Donald Trump can stay quiet, so could Steve Jobs. (laughs) I feel like I just don't, I just don't see, for me, it's so hard because in like, I can't remember the year he died, but in 2014, Steve Jobs was so much the blueprint. And if he had made it through Gamergate, through Donald Trump's presidency, through... He died the, in 2011. Yeah, 2011. So I, I, wish he, I, just, I wish he was still alive during 2014. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of trouble because I read the Walter Isaacson biography mm. and, and I read it when it came out. And even then I was like, he's really sucking this guy off in a way that is really wild to me. And I... I, I just I don't know like he was a charming sociopath, right? Well, I think everyone I know who ever met him was like he was so charming. <laughs> he was just a very charming guy who was pretty smart, and he knew how to go. You, 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 and you build me a computer that's flat, and he just happened right. to pick. He would always pick the flat computer geniuses. He was just very. He was came up with these ideas and then just screamed at people until they became so. Real. So that's the real question. Do you think he would have missed? I Do you th- think there would have been a thing. Missed with the Apple Hi-Fi? But yeah, yeah, I actually I think that is way more likely. I think he would have had a dud. 
But then again, has Apple had a what, where's Apple's dud? Well, I assume I my I assumption is my assumption is that you've read the Isaacson. I have not. Oh, you haven't. Okay. So at the end of that docu or uh, biography, he says something that is really crazy because he believes Walter Isaacson believes that the future that Steve Jobs was going to innovate was going mm -hmm. to be textbook manufacturing that he was going to disrupt the textbook oh, industry. I can actually explain that one. Please. So at that time I was still doing, I run a tech PR firm. I haven't mentioned that so far. Uh, We're going to get to it. I have a, yeah, I have a question it, just for you. But nevertheless, that was around the time that everyone was like, oh shit, textbooks on the on we're gonna disrupt the textbook industry because the textbook industry is huge and ruled by three or four companies who are owned by like giant pe firms and mm -hmm. i can imagine that at the time looking at it in that way you might have said all right yeah i can see that i can see how that might there was like a really insane textbook that came out like like the kno tablet at the time it was like 2011 2012 yeah, it's like a, basically yeah. just a, and everyone was saying this is gonna work now what they didn't realize is that textbooks were already fucking expensive and thus the kids didn't have any money to buy more shit and also teachers are professors in particular are particularly bad at tech so yeah. that never happened but i can see how he might have said that at the time i was hoping you'd say something more insane but i will tell you this i don't think steve jobs would have even thought about doing a car I think he no, no, was no. quite good at I saving. wasn't even going to ask about the, the iCar that was well, making the rounds on, oh on iFunny I, I in, in 2012. Was that actually a thing <laughs> that people predicted? Did people think that? Yeah, there was yeah, gonna yeah. Be yeah it's been a rumor 100%. for, uh, it was called Project Titan, I think, at some point. I forget. It's just, Well, I think that's interesting, though, especially because I, I, I feel like your comparison with Steve Jobs and Elon Musk, I, I feel like Elon Musk really is trying to be like the modern, or I guess so, the current Steve Jobs, with because so I mean, he's... He's calling, or he has called Twitter. He wants it to be the everything app, or like the X app. Like he, yeah, yeah. Trying so to, X was his shit. Just yeah. a misunderstanding of what yeah. Jobs said. What yeah. Jobs Jobs brought together very distinct functions because they all worked in the same place. That's why, like having just a phone for phone calls, and it is possible that someone could come to this conclusion and say, yeah. I would take a phone call on the go while listening to music. You'd already had some of those features kind of doddering around and it all came down to the interface. Jobs was actually pretty nuanced. He, he was, he had really good ideas. He's the only good ideas guy. Most ideas guys are just fucking, well, they're all abusive, but also they're all fucking stupid. Look at Elon. Right. Look at Elon's right. ideas. The Tesla steering wheel looks like a fucking X-wing. It's <laughs> insane. They've moved the screen so it's now it's landscape versus portrait and it's like why you can play oh, you you can play the witcher 3 now in your tesla uh, uh. it's yeah. like why who gives a yeah, shit who's going to be like driving and, and there playing are like oh. gaps in your fucking frame dipshit <laughs> fix that fix the fact that you that you constantly are in trouble because every time you post anything it's the dumbest shit I'm, well, not I'm, only that, but there was a, I saw a video recently of some person um, on Christmas Eve. It was like during the the um, polar vortex was trying to charge their um, Tesla, 
multiple the, people i saw multiple yeah multiple people and their battery um just was not warming up so mm-hmm. the charging stations just were not charging the vehicle at all it's That's like right. none of these like base features that you need to like drive <laughs> even work on a lot of these cars Juniper, are you suggesting that in order to drive a car, the engine needs to work? I, oh I, don't be crazy. Call me woke. Call me woke. I'm just suggesting <laughs> that it shouldn't matter if those functions exist. The company can still be worth more than Toyota. Right. Yeah. No, you can. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. And, wild, and produce a tenth of the cars. <laughs> but also, the smartest people in the world are generally those who go, I don't know everything. Yeah. And Musk yeah. assumes he he doesn't even try and learn stuff like fucking Jobs went on looking for enlightenment in India, which is so funny. He did like before Apple, he just went and did that. Very strange, but good for you, mate. At least it's like reading a book. I don't know. Musk, I do not believe consumes information other than the mirror <laughs> no, and googling his own name. He consumes. He iPhone. basically he basically can't read. He does but not read books. No, but also not. if you compare him and Jobs. And actually, the theme within that article, I'm, I must be clear. I think Jobs fucking stank. Mm-hmm. Horrible person. Right. And, when, and he stank physically. He oh, yeah, yeah. By the end, I'm sure. <laughs> but also, one of the dumbest, like, last thing he said was, oh, wow, 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 wow. Is fucking, that actually? Is that really the yeah, last yeah, thing he said? Fucking, <laughs> I hope I say literally that's anything amazing. else than that. It's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I'd um, be glad I was dying. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so no, I want to get to the But to finish the point, and then, sorry, I'm. But when Jobs had the opportunity to run his ideas, they worked. Musk now has the ability to run any idea he wants. And every single one, without exception, has pretty much sucked. Buying Twitter, terrible business transaction, organized awfully. 11% interest rates on like $13 billion of debt or like like $30 billion, I forget. That's like Like a first credit card interest rate. Yeah, it's like a d- college <laughs> credit card APR. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. He he has made the the flamethrower. Well done, mate. You went and did the thing <laughs> that every guy with a smoker owns. Fucking who cares? Tequila, <laughs> you spilled tequila. Moving on. Whiskey glasses. Why? Every idea he come out. <laughs> Cut about that with. one. I forgot Stinks. about the like dumbass whiskey glass. <laughs> like, the world's like perfect, perfect whiskey. whiskey glass. Yeah, it's apparently dusted. from a man. Who only drinks Evan Williams? <laughs> I don't think he drinks. He doesn't strike me as. A, this I think you're a guy who's right. drunk. This is a guy right. who's on something. But anyway, sorry, you had a point. I was, I was just rambling. Uh, I, I got your, uh, I got the next poll quote, and I think it flows nicely. So I'm going to ask about it. Um, uh, so this is the quote, and I'm going to ask the question about it. They always believe that they alone are worthy. They uh, never have a backup plan. Because they have prided themselves on being good when the going gets tough. So my question to you is, what role do you think privilege plays in these stories? Someone like Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, might have been born into the same amount of privilege as SBF or Musk, and they seem to have had the same goal. So what do you think, why do you think failure has plagued uh Freed and CZ and 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 Zuckerberg to a certain extent, and not others like Bill Gates and and Jeff Bezos and them. So, I was going to say the parents don't love them, but Sam Bankman Freed's parents do. So I've got to roll back that theory. But with <laughs> Bezos, Bezos is a a true lizard man. I don't think he feels anything, and I kind of admire it. I think he's a huge scumbag, but I admire it in kind of like a cartoon character way. 
Like he's, I see him more as like the Joker or. So it's funny to me. I I think of Bezos and and Bill Gates as being largely the same kind of lizard that they were born into wealthy parents, but not like yeah. a fabulous level of wealth, and they have turned it into something that is truly evil and repugnant. And, and, and so I'm wondering, why do you think that failure hasn't touched Bezos and Gates it and Buffett and these other? It has with mean? Bezos specifically. Alexa is a huge cost. It's losing billions oh, of dollars. That's one of his big that. pet I projects would, that's not I, doing so well. But with Bezos, I would not that. Wow. But Bezos is also smart enough to find people who know what they're doing. Andy Jassy, who's the current CEO, he had headed up AWS, which Bezos, from what I understand, didn't really fuck with. He realized he found a way to do Amazon, but the computer instead of delivering parcels, he would deliver data and house data made sense he did it made a lot of money he also doesn't speak very much you'll notice the basis is quite yeah. quiet partly because yeah. i think if he talks it's just like a fax modem sound and <laughs> you gotta twist one of his ears to get english out but i think with him in particular he was smart enough to ask other people he realized he could not do this alone by which i mean make billions of dollars could not do that alone. When he got on his weird rocket, he was like, yeah, thank you to all of the Amazon people who work for me. He was just quiet part out loud. Just like, thanks for doing all yeah. the work, you dumb fucks. I'm going to space. Bye. Oh, <laughs> but he, he did- literally thanked his... He- he let he thanked his warehouse worker. He rocks. He's just like he fucking hates them. He does not give a shit. I, I used to be I used to be a warehouse worker for him, like in yeah. 2017 oh God, so or something. Oh, it was horrible. Just genuinely Juniper, Juniper thank you so much for getting. Thank you so much for on. sending him to space. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. I I mean I can I can tell all the same sort of stories that people have already told. Um, in the just, I've never done that. Thankfully, I've never seen that. Myself. One day they're going to do a thing where they literally give people more bathroom time and they're going to get a <laughs> flow of press from it, I guarantee you. <laughs> no, They'd actually, like, just a quick side note before we continue. Yeah, when I like the bathroom break thing, like there was one time it, like during the summer, obviously we got really, really, it was getting warmer. It was getting um, during peak time for the company um, for packages and people would like use bathroom breaks or whatever. And like uh the i forget what they're called now but basically the managers for the shift would come in and like knock on the the stall doors like hurry up you gotta you have to get out of the bathroom you have to hurry like basically rushing bathroom breaks like that sort of stuff that is low legit. big guy we yeah. gotta move on <laughs> yeah like that stuff is legit like i experienced that i saw some of that stuff that's not just like embellishing um to like shit on of course like bezos or whatever that sort of shit like really oh, no, i, I hope yeah. exists and he goes there yeah just yeah. to be you know, but with so, him should go there yeah. he's also this is gonna be very cruel to say he does what he needs to elon is a fucking coward so zuckerberg if zuckerberg really wanted to get this done i'm not saying he could make it much faster but he would have talked to someone like john carmack and said how quickly can i do this mm-hmm. how much money would it cost to do this faster he would have hired more people he would have hired Every VR expert, every metaverse person, he would have spent a lot of money on that. And he would have said, you guys pilot this ship. But because he's a nasty little goblin, he was like, no, I'm going to have all the all the party to myself. I'm the smart guy. Except he's dumb as fuck. Jobs, <laughs> Bezos, their success came from pretty much taking other people's credit, but also realizing yeah. other people had to do stuff. It is the big difference. Sam Bankman-Fried, different kind of dipshit. 
he was just, he probably realized how deep he was. And he was like, there is actually no way out of this. I can't actually cash out because the moment I hand off this role, someone will go, hey, mate, I was looking at these numbers and it appears you made up all of them. <laughs> Every single one appears to be complete. There's something, I noticed you invited me to a chat called Wire Fraud. Uh, can you just let me know if that's what you're doing real quick? Because if it is, that's not great with me. Sam Bankman Free, just honest to God, very funny. Just, he, he just kind of LARPed as a business guy for years. And everyone's like, yeah, sure, makes sense. Because it's kind of how it goes. What else? You're not going to show your fucking tax returns to a reporter. But also they could have asked some questions or just treated the crypto industry with a little bit more question. Great. So I we I want to cover one more. I want to cover one more question because I do think it sort of flows into what we've been talking about. And then I have a couple fun ones for you. And then mm -hmm. we can sort of do the uh, we can do the, uh, the 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 other little segments. We Two had inches, on. nearly perfectly flat. Great. Good to know. So yep. the uh, now that you've gotten away the big serious question, I do want to very ask. small. But <laughs> so this is a uh, this is a quote from you again. They always believe that they alone are worthy. They never have a backup plan because they always prided themselves on being good when the going gets tough. Uh, so my question to you is, what? Wait, no, that's the same fucking th question. All right, no, my real question. Uh, Elon, the low tech speed run. Uh, yes. Do you <laughs> Fuck yeah. So this is the serious question. Is Elon going to kill himself? <laughs> I don't think he's going to kill himself. No. I think that he's going to get... He has started to piss off... He's already pissed off all the people you can piss off. And he started to piss off the ones you can't. Right. Such as the Souds. Because remember, right. the Souds straight up murdered a guy. And it was fine. <laughs> Joe Biden was like... Totally legal. Listen, listen Jack. <laughs> it's okay. You got the chip chops. Used to do that with... Damn, get locked, yeah, we kill a we guy. Did that, uh, we did that in Newcastle back in my day. Yeah, back in Delaware. <laughs> what are we talking about? But yeah, it's he's pissed off the Souths. He went to Qatar because I he he is currently, or has maybe given up on, he's trying to raise another round of funding, selling the mm -hmm. stock of his private company, Twitter.com, at the $54.70 price that he bought it for. Now... You may have seen in the news recently that Twitter is not doing great. Thus, it is probably not worth that much. So he went to Qatar, I believe, with brain genius Jared Kushner. Yes. And, they, and You think he went with Kushner? You think yes, Kushner absolutely. I think Kushner was like, don't worry. I've conned the Souds out of plenty of money. I got you. <laughs> and the Souds probably went, what are you fucking talking about, man? We gave you so much money and you're so goddamn stupid. We make up 50% of your advertising for cities that will never exist. What are you doing? Find a new CEO, you dipshit. And Elon went, right. well, you see, it's it's epic though. And they went, I don't know what epic means, but I will. I have, I have the I, respect of the meme community. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, and the Souths went, we made the law here specifically there are no crimes for us we we rewrote the law so that we can do anything which includes you so and they're making how do you feel and you he probably went up, but really he he went up again it i'll tell you steve jobs would never even mark zuckerberg would never no one should take money from the souths in general but the fact the souths went no when the souths have the money cheat from the sims they were like yeah. no nah, that's, that's a bit much for me 
because type in rosebud and the semicolons over exactly. and over again. <laughs> Hit the console. But he is, I don't think he's going to kill himself. I think he's going to have to sell it. I made a tweet on this theme. I think he's going to have to sell it back to whoever owns the debt and they will just forgive mm. this horrible transaction and everyone who signed any document gets fired and then killed i think but, <laughs> i don't I think, know about the killed part but i think no, I, I do think twitter like because a lot of people are like oh twitter's gonna die twitter's gonna die it's no. like really no twitter's gonna be fine like tw- twitter will be around forever it's just it, whether like, he's gonna it, have whether, to sell it at a loss basically he's he's going to have yes, to oust himself of it at some it. point he's right. not good at even being like a right-wing guy even right. you know what even the gab guys are like whoa that's not fuck with freedom of speech guys <laughs> <laughs> Like, All right, I have I have one more question. I have one more question, and Ed, you can neglect to enter this uh, mm-hmm. if you need to. Uh, but this is open to the entire floor, and this has been a bugbear of mine on Twitter for a really long time. And if you search my Twitter account, you will see how long it has been an okay. issue for me. Uh, Ed, have you ever seen the film? Uh, let me take the uh, let me take the year it came out. The 2007 Disney animated film Meet the Robinsons. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. I, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I barely remember it. This this film is one that has fucked me up judiciously <laughs> uh, for probably okay. a decade at least now. Because I really liked it when it came out. It's a very um, strange movie. It's it's a it's an exceedingly strange movie and, and it involves time travel. And basically this nerdy little kid who feels like giving up on all of his dreams uh, is visited by somebody who is a time travel who turns out to be his own son. Yeah. And the entire film is a sort of futurist thing where this child um, is like the savior of all humanity because of his inventions. And I find it a deeply repugnant fascistic movie. Um, and I'm just wondering, not specifically about Meet the Robinsons, although everyone who's listening to this should listen, should watch Meet the Robinsons and uh, see what a disgusting film it is. Um, but like this whole idea that we can invent our way out of our problems, like it does that need to be excised or do you think we're just missing the sp- the, the, the smart people do you think there are people who could invent our way out of this where i think being? that your point is well realized and you're like 50 percent right okay. the problem is with years of interest-free and venture capital bulk and bullshit and the venture capital people are a lot of very very stupid smart people who yeah. they're not even investing to like make the future they're investing to make the LPs money and that's their job. That's how venture capital works. How it's always worked. This isn't unique to our time. The problems that need to be solved, such as fuel, very basic one, water, another one. How do you create more? Like we got to find that the climate and stuff like that. Those things are being funded, but they are not being funded to the level that they need to be. And I think the word invent is where you're running into the problem. Because you think of invent, you think of a guy being like, oh, genius, let me go find 11 people and $50 million. It can be that, but there are inventions happening. You see them in science journals. Those are inventions of sorts. They 
though it has been happening and will continue to happen. There are ways we can invent invent our ways out of certain problems, but if we continue to perpetuate the systemic problems such as lack of access to healthcare, lack of access to food, food deserts in general, things like that, inventions aren't going to fix those. Those are governmental and societal problems. And if we I mean, continue so seeing homeless that- people as a symptom of a problem of not having enough right. way to get rid of homeless people. Right. Yeah, we actually do have a really good way of getting rid of homeless people. It's called giving them somewhere to live. Until yeah, we start, until, if I hear another fucking person say to me, and they don't say it again <laughs> after I fucking respond, oh yeah, they, they choose to be homeless. Go fuck yourself. If you're, a person <laughs> right. who's, if you're a person who's ever said or thought those words, go fuck yourself right now. I've heard too many people say that shit. You think they like pissing themselves do you think right. that they have that they're not men- mentally ill because fucking Ronald Reagan turned all the mental health services off in San Francisco because he's a scumbag and right. I hope he rots yep. in pain for eternity. But these are problems that cannot be invented out of. They have to be progressive candidates need to exist within government. Otherwise, no amount of inventions will ever fix it. I think that goes to the point too, um, the larger point of like Elon Musk trying to like save humanity by like bringing us to to Mars and like trying to like make life sustainable on Mars. It's like, we're just trying to, he, that's just trying to escape the issue. That's not going to solve anything. That's the thing that fucks me up. Well, all those people that love that shit, they're just looking for deliverance. Elon Musk is going to deliver them by sending humanity to Mars and saving it. It's just a different kind of religion. It's It's a, it's a great man theory. It's like the great man theory. Yeah. Yeah, this is what before, yeah. this is what makes me so furious at the film Meet the Robinsons is that this kid <laughs> decides to invent a better stoplight, and the whole thing is that Henry Ford quote, like if you invent a better mousetrap, the world another great guy. Be. Yeah, another great guy. Uh, really look into his opinions and whatever pamphlets he might have written that ended up on Hitler's bed. Yeah, table. right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's the whole thing is like we made a better stoplight. So now he's a billionaire and that's how he made his money was making like a, a, a flying cars and then a better flying car. And it's like the whole idea of invention, the whole idea of like making something. I I, I just always think of it as so flawed and so kind of disgusting of like, oh, I made this this thing that solves our problems. And it's like the thing that solves our problems is like solar energy and giving houses to homeless people like yeah if you're if you're trying to think beyond that uh you disgust me and i hate you right i mean look at sam bankman fried he was trying to be like right. the the cool smart like the reasonable crypto guy and that didn't stop him from collapsing himself on his own creation i mean you're never so going to get the, the correct cryptocurrency yeah yes. right yes. <laughs> Fucking need any of that. We don't need it. But like, sorry for just swearing the last <laughs> ten minutes of this podcast. Oh no, you're good. But I just think that goes to show, like, getting the right rich person or like the most altruistic yes. rich person in the in the position to like fix our problems is never actually going to fix problems. It never will. That's it's not why, how it works. It's why a lot of things exist because I think it's unfair to say, oh, people want an easy way out. Of course they do. Everyone wants that. I think that that's a very human instinct, but. It's the equivalent of like being angry at like people of color for crime. It's just, it's an, it's so much easier for fucking idiots to be like, oh, blame black people for this because having to look at the wider issue is so cognitively dissonant. If you're not really reading up on it and trying, thinking, no, the problem is the, like, cops don't seem to stop crime. That's a big one. 
they just they don't they don't seem to do that as despite that being their job. And then they re- randomly kill people. That's also bad. Looking at systemic problems takes a lot of. It makes you feel like you're going a little bit crazy when you really yes. think about them, which is genuinely upsetting. It's not fun. So people choose easy and convenient things. They think, oh well, we've not really been giving NASA enough money, and most people live rapidly approaching poverty and it fucking sucks but maybe this billionaire who is exceedingly greedy will be the solution yeah that makes sense i watched iron man again no one who compares elon musk i've said again i haven't made this point yet but no one comparing (laughs) elon musk to tony stark has read marvel because one of the continual themes of tony stark is hubris is him being nowhere near as smart as he thinks. It happens and again. And substance in, abuse. And substance abuse. Substance and he's abuse. deeply unhappy and, and always looking to... Like, it's a continual theme. And on top of that, Tony Stark's actually smart and doing right. cool shit. Elon cannot do it because he's just a money guy. He should be running a private equity firm that buys distressed gyms. <laughs> and storage facilities yeah and exactly like quick storage companies and he's he's like fucking what ty lopez buying radio shack like he's just yes. he's that guy he should be the ceo of pier one it, he's just <laughs> he is just a guy who exists except he's been given so much attention that he truly thinks personally the more fame and attention i get the more self-conscious i get the more worried i am that I will fuck up. He has the opposite reaction. He seems to want to fuck up more with more people watching. And that's because he does not think he can. Yes. And I think that is a great place to leave it. Now, with that being said, I will say that we have some other games we're going to play. Ed, you uh, are more than welcome to stick around. We'd love if you did. But if you uh, don't want no, to, I'll stick fine. around for a bit until my, Please until my dinner do. gets so, in. So if so if Bird decides to make this bonus content, we can decide that in the post. But um, thank you so much, Ed, for joining us. We truly appreciate it. I myself, I am Whack Nicholson on Twitter. You can follow Ed at I assume Ed Zitron is on my, on my correct and easy dot com as well. Yeah, oh well, you simply must follow his Substack. I will put that in the show notes as well because everybody should follow that. It's a good read. Please, free. Please, my account. I'm like kind of yeah. <laughs> sweets on great you you can follow my uh my my wonderful co-hosts bird respecter and juniper where the i and juniper i believe is a capital or a lowercase l correct uh you can follow us all on twitter um and you can also find us on me on twitch ed on Substack uh juniper and bird of various other places but you're really gonna have to earn it there uh they don't just give it away for free so thank you so much for listening to western kabuki and we appreciate it <laughs> i'm sorry you're not even gonna plug the patreon come on patreon yeah. uh we are uh western kabuki on patreon we are fastly growing if you want to hear my upcoming holiday special uh that has not been recorded yet but will be a uh a, a, a smash hit and I did not call myself the Shakespeare of podcast Christmas tropes for nothing uh, so please <laughs> please follow us on Patreon in which you can hear the holiday special the Cybersmith interview our Nick Cage movie commentaries and much much more really quick one last bit of housekeeping um, if you would like to call and leave us a voicemail or a text. We have a mailbag at 971-374-2265. 
971-374-2265 or mail at westernkabuki.com. And there couldn't possibly be any more plugs at this point, so we hope you all have a great day. And we will see you in behind the